would you like to live your life in love to experience those redefining moments that awakens the magic in your love relationship? Well, I'm Candy Gardner, personal and professional development coach, and I'm here with experts in the area of love and marriage, and uh, they're here today to, to uh, talk to you about those often elusive foundational formulas for living life in love. And uh, they have the answer, 43 years of marriage. <laughs> so, Sonny and Anne Shambo. Thank you. Good, Good to be here. here. It's great to just yeah. have you. So, 43 years together, some people, you know, they move in together first, they get to know each other, they date for a long time. You know, what was it for you? How did you know that you had, you had found the right one? Well, first of all, I just can't believe it's been 43 years. <laughs> it seems like just yesterday I met this beautiful young lady on a Wednesday night. And I probably should have asked her to marry me right then, but I figured it'd be too soon for her. So I actually waited a whole week <laughs> and uh, proposed to her nine days later. And uh, she said and yes, she and said here, yes, we yes, yeah, here we are. Yeah, here we are. And she's still saying yes. Is she? <laughs> and teaching you how to. Right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, right. yes. You know, um, I did say yes, but it. A week or so into that, I was realized I didn't really know him. Fear right. set in. Yeah. <laughs> and I had some questions. I had a little checklist. You did. <laughs> like one of those. <laughs> I can picture that. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Um, so we're going to talk. We're going to get to that because I'm very curious of the questions that you asked him. Then. So if you if you know that you've chosen the one, your soulmate has come into your life. You're, um, it must be so much easier to just to you know fly through the, the things that life presents you. You know, is it is it a is it a really, I guess a shoe in that it's going to work out? Well, you know, we had our challenges like any any new relationships, uh, especially as fast as things begin to roll uh, with us. Uh, the first four years of our marriage was probably the most tumultuous times. Uh, in the last 43 in the fact that uh, we saved up a little money. We hadn't been in our apartment for just a few months. We saved up some money to buy a little house. We lived in that little house for a few months until I decided to take a, a, a job offer in Houston, Texas. And, and uh, we moved down there and right off the bat, we had our first child and uh almost didn't have a daddy because of a construction accident I had that almost killed me. But, but, uh, and then we had another child and then not too long after that, our house was broken into twice in one week, completely wiped us out. And it was just one thing after another. And, and just, uh, and like I said, that was the first four years, but, but, uh, I realized that I didn't, after that, I, I realized I didn't just have a soulmate. I had what I call now, a uh, uh, a covenant companion. That's that's beautiful, and I know that some people say if they find their soulmate, it's people who can relate to them, who they you know they think the same thoughts, and sometimes they can finish each other's sentences, and they they really get me, yeah. they really know me. But it's been my experience, and I'm sure many of you have had this experience where someone is your soulmate, and the next thing you know, there's so many differences, and you don't feel connected anymore because mm -hmm. of just you know the, your age 
progressing you toward you know you're developing and uh, learning things and you're you're having your own you know ideas and things uh, could be deployments it could be health it could be a lot of reasons why a couple just seem to to become unravel a bit and so what happens I mean what's the difference with your your covenant companionship that you talk about how is how is that different than soulmate? well candy ours is a society uh, where relationships are too conditional and what I mean by that is there's so many things uh, that happen just in life that uh, create opportunities to take advantage of the loopholes mm-hmm. in relationships. Oh, yes, that's right. And the difference that I feel between having a soulmate and a covenant companion is in the fact that in a covenant relationship, you always go back to the foundation and the principle upon which that relationship has been built. Mm-hmm. So re, sort of reaffirming. It's a reaffirming, yeah. And, Those feelings. Are you know, because of the things that you had mentioned before, you know, we, we, we have all kinds of things going on in our society today, but, but uh, no matter what happens in a covenant companionship, you always set all of that other aside for the sake of your relationship, which is what you really have at the end of the day. Right. And you reaffirm your relation. In other words, what is it that I love about you? What is it that you fell in love with me the first time? And we always go back to that because, like I said, at the end of the day, all we have is our family. All we have is our spouses. Right. So you taking that into consideration, I mean, how, if there was a profound, um, if, there, if there was something that was a profound um, reason or had an impact on the conflict and love relationships, what would you say that would be the thing that, um, the thing that's, I guess, more damaging to a relationship? Well, I think the easy answer to that is, is unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Well, we've all been guilty of that, have we not? <laughs> and, and what that is, is, and what that is, is expecting something from our spouse that they're not wired to provide. Because there, there are basic human needs mm-hmm. that only our creator can provide. Right. You can call them a higher power, mm-hmm. creator, God, whatever your belief system is. But there are human, there are basic human needs that only that can provide. Yeah. So what happens is when we are lacking in those needs, it's our nature to force our spouse to assume that responsibility. Right. And the fact is they're not wired to assume that responsibility because they're not a higher power. Right, yes. You know, they're they're not the creator. They're not the one that and so when I when I when I have those unexpected or un, uh, unrealistic expectations mm-hmm then what I'm doing is I'm putting undue and unre- undeserved pressure right. yes. on her mm-hmm. or she on me. And and that's where the problem starts. Well, I think it's amazing that you guys have, have made, you know, this beautiful marriage, in, you know, in the, the 43 years that you've had it. Because sometimes, you know, we come into relationships, especially, I know you asked a lot of questions, and I'm going to go back to your checklist there. Right, about that. <laughs> uh, anyway, but, but people come in with holes, 
into the relationship right. and they think that this person is going to meet this need and, and even if, if they've given no indication that they are capable or even want to um, meet those needs and really I think some people right. just you know they come in with um, the desire to do something for this person or to love this person in such a way I can make them feel this or I can I can heal them from that bad relationship or I can solve their problem right. over here and, and I think the intentions are good but it's just like you said it's unrealistic there's no way you can right. do that. I come in with baggage that she can't unpack that's a very good way yeah. to put that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. And it shouldn't as no. well. Should, shouldn't impact that as well. Right. So, so I think that um, there are people joining us that maybe are moving toward a love relationship now. They're they're thinking about moving their um, you know their friendship or uh, into a more intimate place and mar considering marriage. So, try to you know. How, I guess the question would be, how do you know? Because everyone's afraid. Come on, if you've been in a few relationships, you know, serious or not, married sure. or not, you're going to feel, you're going to have some fears. There's you're a fear some, factor. There's yeah. a fear factor, especially if you get into, I know the younger people, you know, have a, probably a better time of it because they're just young. Especially if adventures. you've been burned before. If you've been burned before. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And so, you know, we want to ask Andy's like, what kind of things do you need to ask people? What are the questions? You know, and I can just picture, I can picture Sonny, you know, in, in this darkened room with a swinging, you know, bare light bulb over his head. Zip tied to a metal hook. <laughs> <laughs> and Annie with her little checklist with her glasses pulled down. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. But what, what kind of questions do you ask? In well, order to first of all, you need to know if you have the same core values. Mm -hmm. That's a very very big part of it. Uh, another question that you need to know is you need to ask is how your their finances are. That's kind of hard sometimes, isn't it? it? Yeah. Financing yeah. Is, is probably one of the biggest reasons yeah. for divorce. Money okay. problems. Mm -hmm. Money problems, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, you know, ask them, are, do you have a bankruptcy? Mm -hmm. Do you handle your money well? Do you have a work ethic? Right. That's you know, there's there's some very important things that you need to find out before you move on into mm -hmm. a, a relationship. Mm -hmm. And another thing is you need to know about what kind of a family relationship you want. That's you know, yeah. find out, you know, if, if they want children or don't want children. If mm -hmm. there's a blended family, Mm -hmm. How is all that going to be handled? Right. It's it's very important to to know those things. Well, I think that that's absolutely true because I know that I've you know been in a relationship where there was children from the other side of the the marriage or a former marriage, and that can be that can be treacherous to try to manage that the you know, sharing of children and having that contact. You know, what kind of relationship do you have with your former partner, the, mm -hmm. the, the child's exactly. mother or father? You know, it's important on your you know how to handle that and how mm -hmm. what they expect your role to be, which is the role identification mm -hmm. is very important there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and mm -hmm. uh, another thing is you know health issues. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the really big one is you know mental health. Right. You know. You have to you have to know. You have to ask. Yeah. You know. On a scale from one to two, how crazy are you? <laughs> <laughs> Obvious he was on the teeter on the edge, but he must have passed, right? On the cusp <laughs> of crazy. <laughs> Well, you know, it's like not to say that if they're not, if there's not a medical problem or if there's not a mental health problem, that you won't support them. But you should have your eyes wide open. Absolutely. You know exactly what does that look like to you? What do you need from me in that area of your yes, life? Exactly. And to be aware yeah. of it. So that's very good. And then, of course, there's there's always you know 
the legal aspect of it, isn't it? Too? Oh yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to know whether there's any. Uh, you know, do you have a record? That's right. Are you in a lawsuit? Mm -hmm. You know, things can tear down a marriage or a relationship. Are you yeah. hiding from the FBI? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Will I get a knock on my door from the feds? Yeah. yeah. That's a very good question to ask. Yes. You need to know mm -hmm. all there is to know. Right. right. And to let, you know, have your eyes wide open. Well, we live in, you know, we live in a very, you know, you know, political and and also um, you know our social our time socially have been a challenge and will probably continue to be a challenge for a while and so if you're if you're you know with your partner what can people do right now like couples who love each other or maybe couples who are not sure they still love each other I'm not sure but what can they do to to reunite and to rekindle that relationship and to add you know to to um, trigger that magic that they used to have. Mm -hmm. What were the tips would you give our lovely listeners? And that's, you know, rekindle and, and uh, the, uh, that's a good word. I, I, I like the word reaffirm, mm -hmm. reaffirm, mm -hmm. reaffirmation. And I think a lot of lost love can be summed up in failing to count your blessings. Because a good relationship mm -hmm. is a blessing. And when you, you know, if the kids are driving you crazy and, and the job stinks and this is going on, that's going on, bad health and all of that, I think mature adults have to have the ability to say, you know what, these are just symptoms. You know, these are just things that you have to put this aside for a minute. Mm -hmm. And you have to come back to what, like I said a while ago, you're going to have at the end of the day and that's your family that's and that's right. your spouse. Yes. And when you, if you were to take a legal piece of paper and draw a line down the middle of it and put the pros and cons of, and you begin to count your blessings, I think in the process, most people in the process of counting the blessings that they have, mm -hmm. they don't even get to the other side of the page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's it right. just, that's it so pales good. in comparison. Right. So if we can just reaffirm our relationships and, and on a daily basis, realize why we love each other in the first mm -hmm. place. Right. I think a lot of the other things we're, we'll be able to handle together. Yeah. That, that's right, that reaffirmation. As a matter of fact, I had an occasion one time where I was counseling uh, <clears throat> a lady who was a caregiver for her husband who, you know, he, he was deteriorating physically. It was taking its toll on her and she was becoming frustrated and she'd become short, a little short-tempered It would, you know, because she was tired and she had this weight on her. And she says, you know, what can I love him? I don't understand why I get so angry. And I said, once you put out photographs, mm -hmm. do you have photographs of your wedding, of when you fell in love with him, of mm -hmm. his, the years that he was really committed and dedicated to the family and put those out. And, and like you said, reaffirm, remember, it's just remember yeah. because energy right. flows where attention goes, right? Absolutely. And so when she gave her attention to what her feelings were, she was had more patience. She was more loving and more more kind in the process, and it helped her, you know, to be able to to her resiliency was was a bit better. So um, you're right. The affirmation is a yeah. wonderful thing. To Don't share. stop dating. Right. Well, that's right. Date nights. Yes. Keep courting so, your wife. How Keep often courting would you your say? Husband. I mean, how often do you guys <laughs> find time just to? do something lovely and romantic together. I mean, 43 years, I mean, sometimes people get out of the habit of doing that. How often do you spend time together in a romantic way, like just to go date or go do something fun together? You know what? 
kind of an everyday thing. Yeah, it is. Pretty much. And that's the truth. I mean, we've been together. I mean, I, I hate to be away from her. You know, and I can't stand for her to go someplace without me. <laughs> and I'm not being nosy, you know, and I'm not trying to keep up with her. I don't put a GPS on her on her vehicle, but it's just, you know what? I need her all the time. Yeah. I'm not a needy person. Yeah. Am I? <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. But yeah, we, you know, it's we've got this thing that we say often, and it. It, it may be almost every day, and it's you and me, baby. That's right. That's wonderful. Well, I have to know, and please forgive me for revealing your age a little bit. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> but I did. On her very, I will say, on her very recent birthday, she went rep repelling, or was it, is it not repelling, but you went ziplining zip 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 line. yeah. with him. So that's the kind of fun you guys have together. That's kind so of fun we have, right? right. It's like, you know, like, come on, step outside your box and do something fun, you know, shake it up a little bit and start loving your life and live life in love That's right. 365 days. Speaking of that, um, Sunny and Annie are going to be giving away one of their, well, actually two of their one hour sessions. And so if you would like to register to win that, we're going to draw two. Uh, I think our deadline is September 25th. Yes. We're going to be drawing two of, of our, yes, right. <laughs> two of our, of our listeners to receive that. It's a virtual, uh, um, virtual because they're in Texas, but um, you would just send your name to, um, Give us your, your email address again, your... Living Life in Love 365 at gmail.com. That's right. Yes, send that. Right. Living Life in Love 365, 365. at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, and then we'll just, you know, we will we'll pull a winner and we'll give you a call and we'll set up a time for you to get together and stuff like that. I will do want to announce, though, that um, there's going to be a two-hour seminar on living life in love and it's going to go in more depth more tips and more things to, to do activities couples uh, activities that you could do together so they're going to be doing that in November and right November mm -hmm. and I will be on here just follow me I'm on here every Sunday with the next week will be mindfulness and bringing mindfulness into your your work life and your love relationships and how to enrich your life through mindfulness um, so we look forward to seeing you next Sunday thank you for joining us and thank you so thank much thank you so much it's been a great time. That's yeah. awesome. We'll see you next Sunday. You're going to make it. That's right. Bye.